Hey yo, welcome to Geek Freaks. This is a special bonus episode. I am Frank and I'm with Jonathan. Hey, hey, yo. And uh, this is a bonus episode because Star Trek Voyager turns 25. 25. How so, old are you feeling, man? I'm really old. Is this 25? This wasn't from when it finished, right? It's from when it started? When it started, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, but yeah. still, very yeah. old. I'm, I'm old. So that means it's you're sad. like 18 from the finale. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, also, just a quick shout out. Deep Space, Nine, yeah, Deep Space Nine turned like 27 on the 3rd. So that's still, that's about that's the same time it. as well. Also a good show. Yeah. But Voyager, that's my baby. And uh, so we thought, let's do a, let's do a top five. We'll do this a casual top five. So we're not going to compete. Good. Just going to be socializing <laughs> about our favorites. Nice. And we're going over our five favorite. <clears throat> I have 20 here. So I'm going to try to narrow it down as we're talking. Oh, I, I had a hard time. <laughs> Eventually I started to just be less picky and just like, yep, I like that one. I love that one. I remember that one. Okay. Let's, I can't. Yeah. I, I had at least 20 i was just going through each season through the list yeah and first i was just basing it off the names and then i had to look up a picture or the the like epilogue about the episode to remember i was like oh yeah that one of course and then i was just like okay well i have five from each season i gotta narrow it down now even more so makes yeah. it so hard yeah i'm sure i missed a few heavy hitters in my list but it's okay all right so let's start with you what's your number five number five favorite episode number five is oh wait wrong page uh, is, <laughs> that's a good start right is lineage uh that's Ooh. the episode where uh balana's pregnant okay yeah yeah, yeah. and so we find out that that <sighs> for some reason they're waiting the, this, this is definitely on your list yeah yeah i i, I like a lot of balana's story in voyager especially that's funny yeah i'm not a big fan for it. I know, that's weird um but so yeah they're in the delta quadrant uh her and tom are pregnant she's pregnant with tom's baby uh, this is season seven mm-hmm. and she, she uh, they encounter for some reason a Klingon ship that yeah. is just wandering lost. Which is nuts because the... they're in the Delta Quadrant. We probably yeah. should explain what Voyager is, huh? No, nah, nah, just keep if on. you're watching this, you know what Voyager is. If not, click away. <laughs> nah, <just laughs> go kidding. watch go, Voyager. Go watch Voyager. Um, so the Klingon ship was on a journey. They they didn't get sucked through the caretaker's uh, array or anything like that. They were just wandering in that direction because yeah. of a prophecy. That they're to find their I love Star yeah, Trek. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're to find their Messiah that's gonna usher in a new you know yeah. future for their their race and everything. So uh, they kept they they kept trying to find this new king who's gonna lead him or this new new warrior. And the Klingons are big and gruff and brute and yeah. everything's space about space dwarves. They're space dwarves. Yeah, yeah. everything's about the hand to hand combat. You know, uh, strength and yeah. all, and honor and all that stuff. Um, so when they found these people <clears throat> I, I don't want to get into the into it too much but it's gonna be hard not to i know right. i both tried not to come to find out um their prophecy very well lines up that it could be that balana's baby is their messiah to come yeah and the doctor has to kind of explain the the fine wording and details of how well technically he is you know born of this and made this way and all this stuff so um uh they want the leader of them is like we need to settle down we've been wandering for forever yeah he's just, he, just trying to find yeah. a reason and he knows he's he's gonna die pretty soon because they die of this sickness of what they consider old age but it's actually a disease and so come to <laughs> come to find out the baby's genetic you know modif- mutation because it's only a quarter klingon yeah it has a uh, antibody that cures that disease so the baby heals these people with his yeah, dna I the love doctor, that yeah. episode and so, uh, um, how perfect is Voyager? <laughs> yeah. So, and, and there was, I can't remember exactly how, but somehow the baby helped, um, guide them to a star or, or to a planet that yeah. was to be their new home. 
And so the baby stayed with Belana and, and Tom and they continued on towards Earth. He just took but, a break to be a messiah. <laughs> yeah, it's it like being in her still, it uh guided them to to uh their new home and everything. So it was a really cool episode. Yeah. I don't know. I I like Belana's story a lot in the show. Which, like you're saying, it's kind of odd. A lot of people probably don't, but well, no, it, I personally, you know, she's awesome though. Yeah. Belana is awesome. Everyone's all pro seven. I'm like, it, well, it, here's the you. thing. It's like, I mean, who's your? I mean, come on, they're all awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah it's yeah. really hard. I mean, Kess is good. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, true. They're all awesome on there. Yeah. Okay. So, so what's your number five. My number five, and again, this is so <laughs> freaking hard. But this yeah. is an episode that's early in the series mm-hmm. that is always one of my like, oh, I'm back in a baby. Mm-hmm. It's the thaw. Oh, yeah. You that's, know, that's higher up on my list. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So they come across an alien species that is all linked together. They're trying to survive, I think, like a whatever apocalypse essentially for them. Yeah. And they're in a shared virtual reality. They're in like hibernation. Hibernation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Subsurface. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I'm trying to be real broad with this. Thing. I got you. I got you. Uh, but yeah, they're in a shared virtual reality. And one of the effects that has happened here is their uh, fear has become like an embot. What is this? Like a. a uh, a pro it's like a virus in there well yeah because it's a, t- a like a caretaker program right that's in there to yeah. help keep them comfortable so their bodies can their mind will be at rest while right. their bodies are hibernating yeah and but the embodiment of fear that's the word i was looking for the embodiment yeah. of fear has manifested into yeah. this clown yeah who is now basically taken over and he's cur- constantly throwing like this big party yeah. with like weird clown like characters around <laughs> yeah. and he's trying to argue with them like you have to stay and he help he will kill them mm-hmm. he'll he has like whatever like six to go through and he kills a couple of them along the way Mm. as like a threat to the others because he yeah. has the ability to like shut the machine off of them yeah and or he what it i think what it is is he scares them enough it gives them like a stroke or heart yeah, attack yeah, in the real world right. because they're psychologically freaking out yeah uh so what's cool is janeway and the crew come across this and they try to go in there and my favorite part of the episode is probably the most boring part of the episode is janeway just negotiating with him yeah. just their conversation about like does fear matter and stuff like that and that's like oh that's so star trek you know, <laughs> it's so you great know, you don't know the actor's name off the top of your head do you he's in other things he is the uh, detective in coneheads yeah there you go that's an easy one for everyone yeah yeah, yeah. he's recognize. a detective in coneheads he's a bunch of stuff yeah but that's, he's, that's what he's a funny guy good actor <laughs> yeah yeah uh, and uh, you know yeah he's a good actor for especially for the show mm. um but it's to me it's peak star trek because it's like yeah, they, they didn't need a lot of special effects for this one. This yeah. is a very low special effects one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all about the philosophy and the discussion of what does fear mean? What does that do to people? Yeah. Like, my God, that sci-fi perfection. It's so great. I Not love it. Not to mention that they're all inside a program right now. They're, your brain is plugged into, you know, Ready Player One. You're in a, a yeah. simulated world that they're living in while this this fear program is supposed to be keeping them, or, the, you know, whatever program is supposed to be keeping them comfortable. Yeah. And now it's holding them ransom. Or hostage. Uh, it's so good. Yeah. All right, that's my number five. Yeah. If that's my number five, that shows you. That yeah. shows you how good my list is. Yeah, that was actually my number three, so we'll pretty much skip it when we get list. back to it. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many more you can pull up. All right, <laughs> what's your number four? All right, my number four is Living Witness. I didn't I didn't know what season this is from. That was literally my next one. Oh, is it? Yep. Oh, okay, good. Uh, such a good episode. You can, you can go back and forth on it. Oh, sorry. Um, but more or less, it comes down to uh, the doctor is reactivated, and he's on an alien planet. Where they see Voyager was this destructive battleship that came by and just wiped out half their people, right? For those of you guys who are just fans of us and not necessarily Voyager, the doctor of the ship, because they're so far away from home, is a hologram. Yeah. And it's like the first time a, a holographic doctor has been a doctor this long. So there yeah. are all kinds of malfunctions. Yeah. And so he he's turned back on. He's on this planet as hundreds of years after, after Voyager left, but they supposedly like 
destroyed half their people, attacked their planet. Yeah. But in that, their planet united because they had been going on a war for centuries or for generations. And so their people banded together to rebuild and it made peace for their planet that's that's lasted. But there the, is still the a years. dominant species yeah, there's, of the other ones. Yeah, there's still a lot of like racism, discrimination. It's, it's what Star Trek does. It's yeah. where they're they're shadowing our current society with it. There mm-hmm. is obviously racism amongst this planet. Yeah. So then the doctor has to just has to decide because he's hearing all this pretty much blasphemy about how Voyager was such a terrible monster ship that yeah. came by and killed everybody. Did you mention that part that Voyager was pinnacle in their in their formation of their their culture and is like seen as like this big bad guys. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. They, okay. they yeah. So Little enemy talking. <laughs> they they made the peace. They because banding together to rebuild, they made peace between their two species. Or, yeah. On the planet. Um. But then now the Doctor wants to prove that Voyager wasn't this monster. But at the same time, if he does, or in in doing so, he's going to reignite the feud between these yeah. two species, and before you know, it, the planet's going to tear itself apart again. Because basically, of the two races, one race had seemed like the good guys mm-hmm. because of this myth that they created. Yeah, where Voyager were these tyrants. Yeah, and it, the truth shows that no, actually, you guys were the assholes. Yeah, so that's really good. So and so, um, my favorite part of this, just oh, real quick, my favorite part of that episode mm-hmm. is the videos that they have that they create of Voyager yes, yes. which is like like <clears throat> dark version of Voyager yeah. it's a gunship and everything like that it's but, cool so the doctors uh, resurrected in a museum that they built yeah. for this where they educate the people about their history from 700 years ago or whatever it was right. and yeah so they made a simulation that shows Voyager battleship Voyager that has this thick armor plating that covers the whole ship and looks really cool yeah. and then Janeway in like a like a was it a red turtle or a black oh, turtleneck yeah. it's and full military garb? Yeah, she's like, if you don't give us what we want, we'll just destroy your whole planet. And, you know, we'll, we'll infect she's you with four nano probes and Africa. yeah, yeah. And, oh yeah, yeah. And, they have seven of nine, but because of how like the telephone game existed, you know, seven of nine is their secret weapon where yeah. they would poison a planet with <laughs> the Borg technology. <laughs> we'll assimilate you all. Oh, it's so. so great. So I think this must have been in a separate timeline of Voyager. Because um, the ship left without the doctor, unless this was a, yeah, a duplicate and the, and the of his doctor heads back. I'm sure it could have been a duplicate, yeah. But yeah, so at the end of the episode, he just you know wipe, wipes his hands and packs up and leaves, and is just going to journey his way back. I bet to that's Earth. what it is. Though. I bet I bet they just had a duplicate of the doctor. Yeah. I, like every day, I think. Matter of fact, I think this actually is what happens every night. It like uploads his thing into the things. So he has like a backup in the computers. Yeah, but there there was an episode when I was rereading about it online. There was an episode like three episodes prior that explained that they couldn't back up his program anymore. So if he died, he was dead. Hmm. So uh, that's where I was like, it might it might have just been a, a split timeline. Or that's the thing with the doctor. He kind of gives you that leeway. Yeah. I don't know. Cause there's Cause... also, I don't have the, I actually don't have it on my list, but now thinking about it, it is actually one of my favorites. Mm. There's the one where him and cat or him and seven of nine create like a future of Borg. It's a good guy. Oh yeah. That's such a good one. It's actually not on my list. Cause I'm oh, just now sure. thinking about it. Yeah, I can't remember what that one's called too. But if that continued to happen, oh, the board, the board would have been destroyed. He was way more powerful than the rest of the board. Yeah. So I wonder that must've been just kind of like a, yeah, that happened on the side. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry about him. Yeah. All right, so was that your number four as well? Uh, that I have. I'm gonna move somebody else up. Okay, because that was, but now it's awesome. Nice. Okay, uh, <coughs> we're gonna be talking about deadlock. Okay, there's two voyages that exist in the same time and space, yeah. and they have to separate so that they don't destroy the other one. But in the process, or so that they can exist, 
But in the process, one of the Voyagers will destroy. Will mm-hmm. be destroyed. Now, okay, we're gonna be some spoilers on this bad boy. Because this is this is over a long period of time too. They're battling, struggling to stay within str- this rift. Yeah, right? they're just they're trying they're to like in. get separate from each other. And yeah, yeah and it's it's yeah, it's Figure tearing each other apart. What's going on? Yeah. One of them is in better shape than the other one too. One Voyager is kind of like keeping his stuff together, and the other one's almost like borrowing from that Voyager, mm-hmm. and is like being destroyed or vice versa, whatever happens. Yeah. Um. So they're separating, and things are falling apart. But, okay, here's the spoilers, guys. In this process, something happens where the better shaped Voyager actually is going to be the one that has to be destroyed. Mm -hmm. And the messed up Voyager had lost both Harry Harry Kim Kim and... Was it Cass 2? And and a baby. Oh, yeah. It was Uh, was Winona. Yeah. Not Winona. That's Uh, not right. Naomi Wildman. Naomi, thank you. Naomi Wildman. I don't think Cass was one of them. Uh, I thought it was just Harry Kim and the baby. Maybe. Maybe you're right. I think it was just the two of them. So then Harry Kim... J- leaves one ship and joins the other one. Yeah. What that means, guys, is for the rest of the series, that's not their Harry Kim. Yeah, or Naomi. Or Naomi. Those both died from that that you know whatever it was their, world yeah. or universe or that's just a trip. Oh, so they're always going to be a little bit out of sync. And it's with funny because we just talked about how like oh maybe it's just a one off and we don't matter. I remember for the rest <laughs> of the show always saying like yeah but that's not the Harry Kim. Yeah. Like it, it is of course it's a complete duplicate. It's a hundred percent the same. Yeah. Better than a clone. But it's just kind of like, man, that's so freaking crazy. That's not there, Harry Kim, the whole time now. Yeah. That's like, uh, there's another one I didn't put down, but the the silver blood from that planet. That's uh, another good one that's similar to this one. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really but, good one, too. But yeah, I remember in that episode specifically, towards the end, you're like, oh, man, the ship is like almost dead. Shields are down to 13%. It's going to blow any minute. And sure enough, they find a way to get a the, message. the good ship. Yeah. So the healthy ship has to send their people because there's some reason they're like they're stuck in space. There's no way the no. The I healthy think they one just send move. a message and then Voyager picks up a distress call and they're like, "We'll put in the logs." So oh man, ooh, just got the chills. Oh no, yeah, you're talking about the one with the silver. Sorry, I'm talking about silver blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they never quite catch up to the other ship. But then they're in the logs. So in the logs in Federation database now because Voyager makes it home eventually. Yeah. They always existed somewhere, yeah. even yeah. if it's a bleep on the radar. And anom- just so anomalous freaking. readings they found it. <laughs> yeah, but that's just like these guys that just wanted to exist. They had all the memories. Yeah. That's a whole other episode. We're just going oh, into. God. Sorry, I, I, don't, I don't know how I didn't get that one on my I, list. I even warned on bad. Twitter. I even warned about Twitter. We're going to be fully geeking out on this yeah. episode. It's a bonus okay. one. We are just letting that geek flag fly. Yeah. It's so hard not to. Uh, yeah, that's so good. Okay, so what are we on three all now? Right. Uh, yeah, so my number three was the thaw. We already talked about that. You want to pick another one? Uh, I, <laughs> no, that's okay. Okay, I don't have my my re- list. Yeah, I narrowed it down to just wrote down these ones. Uh, that's a good one what too. What do you got for number three? I'm gonna go with number three, the scorpion, or it's just called scorpion. Oh yeah. Introduction of species eight four seven two. They are more powerful than the Borg, yeah. which is nuts. I love how much Voyager dealt with the Borg too. So, do you think they're more powerful, or is it just because Borg technology can't affect them? So they're which, they're <laughs> they're powerful, but they're immune to Borg they're technology. Immune. So. I don't know, man. Yeah, I think, if, but I think they're also more powerful because if 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 they were to totally bring everything from the fluid space, man, it would mess the Borg up. Yeah, but I mean, if the Borg and them were both to attack a different a third party, if Earth, if they're oh god, yeah, who who would have more of a detrimental impact, species eight four seven two or the Borg? I think if you were to fully open up, yeah, the fluid space, the liquid space, yeah, you'd yeah. have it. Okay. Crazy. So what I liked about this episode is it was the first time we saw the Borg afraid and how they reacted. Yeah. So you had a predator yeah. who became the prey and how much that just scrambled them. Yeah. And they were working with Vo- they were like desperate to work with Voyager, mm-hmm. and Voyager was stuck in the middle because they were like, yeah, but eight four seven two is not that bad. Like they're they're terrifying. Yeah. The, Voyager was very very afraid of eight four seven two and did not want them to know about Earth, mm-hmm. but they realized that the Borg provoked them yeah. first and was attacking first, trying to put them into their world. Yeah. Fucking Borg. <laughs> and so, 
And so they were kind of stuck between the two of them and were able to, you know, find a way out of this. Yeah. And it was like, man. So there's a species out there. And another thing that was cool about the 8472, mm-hmm. first off, it's amazing that, like, I don't know about you, but I just, I remember that four digit number. Yeah. Like the back of my hand. Oh, yeah. To this day. Um, I wish it kind of, they had a name of the of their own that they called themselves so we knew what they would call themselves. That number is their, like, Federation ID number or whatever. Their Borg identification. Borg identification number. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, which is kind of surprising because that means there's only 8,741 before that species. Yeah. The, the Star Borg. Wars wise, you pass that up in the movies alone. <laughs> but that when did the Borg encounter that species? It could have been centuries True. ago. Freaking Borg. They just added to the log. I don't know about centuries. Anyways, yeah, we don't need to go on that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to go too far into Star Trek. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, yeah, what it was just really cool because we got to see a whole new and how, how the Borg would handle this. And it yeah. was really cool. And I just, and, yeah. oh yeah, I really like the fact that they're biological technology as well. Yeah. So their ship is actually biological and yeah. stuff like that. It's not actually just metal. I think we saw that in Voyager prior. That yeah. Pretty cool. That's pretty neat. And I think Kim, Harry Kim got scratched, got hit by the, the first one they encountered. And then yeah. he started to like have a, uh, infection from it that spread across by the, the little bit of DNA they got on him was consuming his body is what yeah. it seemed like. And so that's where uh, the doctor used nanoprobes to fight it. And then sure enough, it's like, oh, God, this is a fucking magic that's going to be able to kill this species. Yeah. Uh, but we got to make sure the Borg doesn't, you know, get control of it. Because so, then the Borg will annihilate. You know. Yeah. Destroy them completely. So it's like, we'll keep, we'll ha- we have some more heads ready, some uh, torpedoes, photon torpedoes. Photon torpedoes. That, yeah. Loaded up with them, but we're only going to keep them on hand, not give them to you. Voyager is awesome. Yeah. Are we on number two already? Mm hmm. Dang, I have like number five two. more I want to talk about. We can talk about We're going to do some honorable mentions, uh, I think. Yeah. All right. Uh, so my number two is Tuvix. <clears throat> uh, I didn't have that on my list, yeah. but because so I knew it was going to be on yours. Episodes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it, it's not like an action-packed episode at all. No, it reminds me of the Fear One where it's just about yeah. what does Moral this mean? Dilemmas Moral dilemmas. Stuff. Yeah. It's just the best of sci-fi. you think. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Tuvok and Neelix are teleporting back from a planet where they're doing a survey or whatever. And uh, Neelix has some tulips or some kind of flower. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the in the transporter, their DNA gets mixed because of the flowers that he's carrying, and they come out as one one person. They name him Tuvix because it's a combination of the two. And uh, everyone's trying to figure out, you know, the doctors trying to figure out, you know, what happened, how do we undo this, and stuff like that. Meanwhile, Tuvix is just a nice person who's a combination yeah, he's of thriving. Yeah, who's Tuvok's uh, logic and and wisdom and respect and Neelix's quirky, funny, you know, friendly, warm and loving. Yeah, yeah. And, one embraces their emotions, one doesn't, and you yeah. get the perfect person. Between. And you you actually see him like uh, debating with himself of yeah. both sides. Like you know, I I love Kess at the same time I respect her with you know uh, boundaries. And, yeah, and you know, Tuvok has a wife back at home and he misses. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like he's I'm I'm afraid and I'm excited at the same time. He's yeah. just mix of emotions. So then we get to the point where it's like. Well, to make you, two people were killed. Yeah. So we want to fix that. We want to bring them back. But he understands that. He's not a mm. child. He's not an idiot. And he- Goosebumps. Yeah. So he's like, but wait a minute. Is it fair to kill me to bring these two You're back? You're going to kill me. Yeah. yeah. He's I like, love, I love, I'm happy. I'm here. Yeah. Right now. I don't want to die. And he says that. And it's just like, oh my God, that's so heartbreaking. But uh, you have a chance to resurrect two people that Isn't it basically too died. like the, his love for Kess is the reason he brings, he lets them- Yeah, I think that's what like it was. Because he wants Kess to be happy with Neelix and yeah. not- with and he she, bakes that cake and it's just like that's the combination of the two of them it's like yeah. perfect and everything like that but yet it's baking like neelix likes to do and yeah. then he has the design on top which is the secret to how to uh, divide the two yeah it's Remember like the, the genome or whatever, yeah, he, whatever he like accidentally frosts on top the secret to the, the genome which means that they're both trying to compete yeah compete through, you know oh god yeah, they see that on the doctor's screen. I can't remember what it is, but it's like oh, it's the uh, brainwave frequency or something like that to, yeah, to, to separate, separate the two. Yeah. yeah, 
God, I love Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> Emotional episode. Okay. Right, what do you uh, got? What do you got for number two? My final three is very, woo, or my final two, huh? My final two, huh? Yeah. Damn. That means one of them is getting dropped. And I really should, you know, we'll go with the killing. Ah, no, is that number one? All right. And then the killing game is my number two, easily could be my number one. Oh, that's with the Herogens, right? The Herogens. Oh, I didn't even put them on my list. One of my favorite so species from Voyager. That's from Voyager. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And this is the World War II stuff and everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I keep going. I'll stop. <laughs> no, 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 I know. I know. The Hrogens is a species that is just hunting. So mm-hmm. think the predators. Yeah. Okay. But they're freaking cooler because yeah. they're just like honorable as well. Yeah. So predators, but mixed with honor. Perfect race, yeah. right? They collect trophies and everything like that. Okay. Early on, was it before this, the Voyager introduces holograms to them? I think it's later. I think this is why they. I think this holograms. is this is why. Yeah, this is how they got yeah. out of it. Okay, so the Herogens want to hunt forever, uh, and there's some that are within the Herogens that are saying like, "Look, it's decimating our people to always be all nomads hunting." Yeah, because they keep spreading thinner and thinner. Right. Let's yeah. find a way to hunt here, and so with the holog, they they conquer, they capture Voyager and use the holodecks to hunt the whole time, and they're hunting down the crew. Yeah. And so they have them in different things. Neelix yeah. is with a bunch of Klingons, yeah. which is great because you got Neelix who's just, again, this lovable guy yeah. who's now partying with Klingons the whole time in a cave like, Kork Das! You know, that's yeah, great. Fighting. <laughs> but they keep putting him in different simulations to chase him down and hunt him and kill him in the yeah. simulation. And they, you know, they, they patch him up, the doctor, the whole time. Yeah. So they'll, shoot a, they'll shoot a guy, then they'll take him to the doctor. The doctor has to patch him up and throw him back in for another kill, yeah. uh, which, of course, is tearing the doctor apart mentally. And Harry's going around the, the ship. Uh, repairing the hollow emitters yeah. and stuff and expanding the hollow yeah. emitters wherever they want them. To. They're taking all systems and shoving them into the hollow emitters because they're trying to make it yeah. as big as possible. Shutting down everything but life support. Now, the pinnacle part of this episode, this, yeah, this it's a two-parter, I think. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's a two-parter. It is the fact that most of the crew is in this World War II uh, mm. simulation. So yeah. what's going on here is the Hrogen are playing Nazis. Yeah. And then you have most of the crew is like rebellious French and the other half of the crew or a lot of the crew is uh, Americans trying to come in and save them. Yeah. So uh, you have- The allies. The allies, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have uh, like Chakotay. God, I love Chakotay. Chakotay mm-hmm. and Tom Paris are coming in. Yeah. And then you have Balana and and uh, Janeway and Seven of Nine and Tuvok yeah. at one point. And, yeah, he's- And Neelix for a little bit. Yeah. And, oh yeah, Neelix is what I was thinking about. He's on the one on the bike. Yeah. <laughs> That's the bread. I love the show. Yeah. And, uh, and they're all like these French people that they have like a, a, a bar or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're actually trying to give information to the allies, but they're in between the two. Balana, what's cool is there's some things that transcend it. So like Balana and Tom Paris had a relationship beforehand. Mm-hmm. And, and of course they have a relationship in real life, but in the thing, in the story, he's also an American who's coming in that he had once visited before and yeah. fell in love with her. So there's a whole thing there. Trying to get to her. Uh, but she's also using her pregnancy to kind of like stay in close with the Germans mm-hmm. to get information from yeah. the Nazi headquarters. It's so freaking cool because uh, there are some human NPCs that are Nazis as well. Yeah. Uh, but man, what a great episode. Now, here's a little side thing, John. Yeah. Okay. So Voyager starts off with half of Voyager's crew, or well, not half of it, but a lot of them are Maquis soldiers, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Which are basically humanoids that uh, are in the Federation zone, but do not want to be in the Federation yeah. and are constantly rebel as a war. like Star Wars. They're... The, it was Voyager's the Empire, and these guys are the resistance. Yeah, but think of everybody's nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In our story. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're on the Empire side in this one. Uh, so, yeah. So, you have this going on. Mm-hmm. Now, those are they're called the Maquis. Which was Jakote's people, his crew. Jakote's crew, mer- right. merged after Caretaker. Now, the Maquis, you know where that term comes from? Uh-huh. You know where it's from. Okay. Comes from World War II. Comes from World War II. Yeah. It's the French fighters that were fighting from inside. <laughs> I was waiting for you to bring it up. I know. I was kind of trying to be, be you know, so people, give people a chance to get excited for it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, basically, they're all playing Maquis in uh, this. It's yeah. so freaking cool. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, Janeway, I love how Janeway, she's like the head 
lady of this bar or whatever. Yeah. And she's kind of like, she's like, oh, don't worry, General. I'll make sure you get the best of the wine. And then she's yeah. also sneaking codes and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And she's trying to get this rebellious Seven of Nine down, who's yeah. a singer who's just being a little too rebellious and stuff. And then Harry Kim ends up... Uh, because he's kind of trying to sneak sneak around to work on the side, is able to like patch into her uh, implants, right? Yeah, that's a, and that's how she kind of got broke of the woke up the and like, spell. Yeah, and then, so she's trying to keep in character yeah. again, who's someone who's just learning humanity because yeah. she was a Borg. Now she's learning humanity. Doesn't have social skills, <laughs> so now she has to stay in character where she's singing and having to like fake romance people, all outside of her normal character. So it's pretty interesting. Yeah, man, what a good episode! I love it. I like the Hrojans. So and it actually leads to the Hrojans' future where they. Will eventually use holodecks as a way of hunting for something. You know, they try to induce that, endorse yeah. that, and that becomes a future two-parter. <laughs> so that's how they get out of it, right? They're they're battling, and and uh, Janeway's the one that makes the negotiation with the leader, who who says, you know, we can't keep continue to hunt anymore, and the the leaders are fighting. That's what I love is amongst the Herojin, there's a there's a civil strife going on yeah. of does hunting holograms count? Yeah, and so. You know, there's that whole some thing like yes, that. And some like, no, but some like, if we don't hunt holograms, we as a people can't survive because yeah. we have to be together to be able yeah. to survive and stuff like that. So there's that whole thing. So Janeway says, we'll set you up with a holodeck of yeah. your own and you guys can continue to practice when we'll carry on, get out of here. And that becomes its own thing. That's yeah. pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bite up with uh, you. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> I like how they just, let's turn everything <clears> up to 11. <throat> oh, it hurts. 12. <laughs> they just keep going. <laughs> All right, what's uh, uh, All right, my number one is Year of Hell. Okay. It's okay, a, good. That was my number one. Then I can bring up my very close third to okay. number one then. Good. Year of Hell is um, so good. Yeah. Now, I, I didn't read the full synopsis on it because I was like, oh, yeah, I remember all of it. I don't remember scene for scene how it goes now. Uh, but I know it's all about this time ship Voyager encounters where mm-hmm. uh, it has uh, read from from uh that, that, that 70 show, uh, 70 yeah. show yeah. he's also in a lot of other stuff he's but... very good in this too which is yeah, funny because he's like so yeah good. he's red but he's very good in this yeah uh so his time ship is able to uh shoot a colony or planet or whatever and alter the timeline to where they didn't exist anymore yeah. right to eliminate them with very he goes over over and over again very precise calculations you got to take mm. you know god yeah one small change and it, you, you the look butterfly at the, effect yeah. essentially yeah you have to make sure that it's not yeah you don't go in and just destroy a, a village drop a comment on it no you go back and you find who founded that village and you you know make sure that when their parents had sex on this day that that kid wasn't born or you know yeah, yeah, like yeah. you make very very minuscule changes mm-hmm. to see the outcome in the end but he made one change at one point that that killed his wife or eliminated his wife yeah. from time so he spent they were, they, it's two different planets that are at war and he's yeah. the ultimate weapon of one of the planets yeah and in the process of fighting another planet he yeah. needed to make it to where his wife didn't she, exist she probably had a great descendant or whatever that was uh our ancestor that was from the previous planet or yeah. something like that because that's the hard part you're not like you're getting rid of them <clears throat> at that point you're getting rid of their existence their history yeah yeah so even your war efforts against them is a problem and his ship exists outside of the time uh, yes space time continuum so they've been doing this for a long uh, we don't know how many years that reminds me yeah, go ahead i'm sorry we'll talk more about it <laughs> All right, but um so yeah, he's trying to find a, a calculation that destroys the enemy species and brings back his wife, but he's keeps failing every time and his people are getting fed up and tired. And uh Jane her Voyager, you know, finds them as trying to stop them from destroying this other species, I think. And they end up in like a time rift because the the ship is trying to shoot them out of time, but they create this like temporal field yeah. to try to protect themselves. Like, oh, there's something weird out here. Let's create this temporal field. Yeah, and that's messing everything up yeah. now. So the ship is constantly like ripping itself apart through time, or when you know, yeah. And then the apart. ones that are trying to delete time are like, wait, there's this thing that's an anomaly that yeah, we didn't like calculate a, before. A space echo or a time echo yeah. out there somewhere or something like that. 
Um, so, but I don't. I don't so know how okay, it so the key here is Voyagers are trying to get through this section of space. Yeah, and while they're going. The shifting every time they shoot this beam, it destroys something. All mm-hmm. of a sudden, the opposing faction is super powerful. As the Voyager mm-hmm. will come across this guy who is a captain of a small little ship, yeah. now he's a captain of the, the Armada. Yeah. And like, okay, well, we just got to get through. He's like, well, we're arrogant. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he's they see him again, and he's in a ruckety bucket of bolts, and they're yeah. like, oh uh, yeah, if you guys can give me some dilithium, that'd be great. Yeah. You know, so they, they're kind of going through this whole thing, and it's tearing Voyager apart. And yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, crew are dying, and it's yeah. a mess. So yeah. you remember the grand finale, how how it all ends? Yes, I do. Voyager just Janeway with the everybody left ship except for Janeway. Yeah, everyone abandoned ship. She's on there, and She's it's going down to the it's ship. just Shield holding the atmosphere inside the ship yeah. at this point. It's exposed. It's just her yeah. space and the shielding. Yeah. No more, no more view screen. It's just space. <laughs> yeah, and she just crazy. crashes straight into the time ship, destroying Voyager, destroying the time ship, and all of its effects on time altogether. Yeah. So now we see that once this time ship is destroyed, everything she she assumes that she's going to die fully. Voyager's going to yeah. be destroyed. Her people she are going to go off to get the rid peace. of this thing. Yeah. But yeah, in doing this, she's going to save a planet full of people. Yeah. So, come to find out, destroying the time ship undoes everything it's affected on time, and Voyager just continues on its way. We, you know, cut back to as if that ship was never there because yeah. it, it has now been erased from time, and Voyager's just on <laughs> their way. I can't believe I'm going to goosebumps bro. I'm not lying to you, man. I'm not Such freaking good. lying to you Such good because episode. I'm thinking about the very final shot. Yeah. Do you remember uh, the very final shot of the episode? Okay, so. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot how the goosebumps treat me over there. I'm imagining, oh, yeah, you see Voyager out in space just cruising along. No, you don't. You go and see him sitting with his wife, which he's been trying to the entire time, having coffee with her instead of doing calculations, sets down his pad and enjoys the conversation with her. But what's on the pad, though? Calculations? Yeah, but it's the actual arcing of him inventing the ship over again. Oh, oh, oh okay. Yeah, but I mean, at this. I figure that was the past crossroads where he oh. chose to focus on his work and ignore his wife, and he always re- regretted. I always that. figured it's he's gonna make that ship eventually. I th- I think this was him like switching, like okay, okay. you know, and in, in this way is awesome. But and, I was yeah. like, I was like, oh man, in this timeline, I'm gonna set the pad down and enjoy time I with see. my wife. That's I, I like that. I like that yeah. idea too. But I always thought because you saw it on the thing, it was like he's right there. Yeah, that's that's what he uses. Yeah. So I figured he's like he's right about to kill his wife. But that's that's the past. That's where he had done it before, and now the time ship was destroyed. Yeah. So yeah, it could. Oh, so it never was created. Yeah. Maybe maybe that's what happens. Is it never got created when it got hit with the beam? Yeah. Shit. Ah, oh, it's so good though. Yeah. And one of my favorite parts. Yeah. I wonder. So the way the time ship works, like we were saying, just, that's what I'm saying. Is yeah. it was never created then. So yeah, maybe maybe the effects of the ship, the ship's beam or whatever, is what made him make that small change in action and not focus on his work as much. Yeah. Focus on her. That was the so. I think that might be it. Yeah. That's cool. The other, uh, oh God, geez, so good. One of my favorite things about this thing, though, is on his ship, it's protected from his time changes. Oh yeah. So his he has a collection trophies. of societies that don't no longer exist. Yeah. They're drinking a wine from. He's like, yeah, that that society doesn't exist anymore. That's the last two bottles in existence. Yeah. And he has in a glass chamber that's even more protected than his ship is a lock of his wife's hair who no longer exists. Mm. And it's just like, it remind, there's, a, there's a villain in Star Wars, one of the Darths, that I think maybe Thawne or something like that, um, that also does like paints pictures of, you know, uh, fallen uh, societies. But yeah, it's just like this whole thing where he has like, that's a loot that, yeah, will never that will never be made again. It'll never be played yeah. because that society doesn't exist. Yeah. He just erases so many things. It's like, mm. oh my God. See, keeping trophies of, of what? You're the hell is, I, I think it's on like the number one of most people's lists. Yeah. It's, it's so freaking good. So good. The time Perfect travel ones ending. always, to me, I think are just a little bit even better. Yeah. You know, because yeah. my number one is going to be Endgame. Yeah. I'm talking real Endgame. I ain't <laughs> talking about Thanos. I'm talking <laughs> about the Borg. Yeah. Okay, so Endgame 
it's the finale of the entire series, guys. Uh, major spoiler warning, you know. Yeah. Uh, so the whole point of Voyager is them trying to get home. They they got shot out, whatever, 70,000 light years, 40,000 light years, one of those two. Yeah, about uh, 70 years journey. 70 years journey, okay. Uh, back to Earth, so they're trying to get back. Um, what ends up happening is Janeway in the future, okay, mm-hmm. so they're back, they got back home at some point and yeah. everything's fine, uh, but she, Tuvok has gone crazy. Yeah. And, you know, this person's dead and, was, and that person's dead. It was dead. like 40 more years or something like that. Yeah. It took for them to get home, yeah. Yeah, and the crew went through hell and she lost a lot of good members mm-hmm. and it haunted her. Yeah. And so we got to see what Voyager's like in the future, what what the, you know, what everybody's looking like in the future. Mm-hmm. And it's so sad that, you know, Tuvok's locked up in this like asylum or whatever. She's visiting Tuvok. Uh, but she finds a way to get back to the old Voyager and give them technology from the future to help them out. Mm-hmm. So she does that. She goes back into the past. And then you have our Star Trek Voyager, our Voyager, mm-hmm. uh, flying through. And they're visited by future Janeway. And then you have two Janeways on the ship. Admiral Const- Janeway. Admiral freaking Janeway. Yep. And the two of them are on the ship and they're always kind of like, you know, yeah, I know best because I'm from the future. And be like, yeah, but you know how I am. And yeah. that's not how we're going to do shit around yeah. here. Yeah, they have a hard time trusting each other, yeah. but they they know each other knows what each other knows. And And what's... What's amazing is you had Janeway's stoicism, which to me, by the way, Janeway is one of the best uh, role models mm-hmm. in fiction. I really yeah. think she is. She's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Easily the best captain. I'll fight anybody for it. Yeah. She's the best captain and she's the best role model captain of all of them. I'm just going to tell you right now. Yeah. We might have just lost half of our listeners because okay. they're all John Picard fans. Bye. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm looking forward to Picard, but realistically. Yeah. Okay, so... Yeah, so sorry, got distracted there. Uh, yeah, but what's cool is the forty years on the other void, uh, other Janeway has made her almost like more curt. Like she's like, yeah. "Look, we have to do this. You don't understand who you're about to lose." Yeah, she does break the law. She and, does and take some favors to be able to get herself back to Voyager to do the, to. Oh yeah, that she breaks the law. Yeah, but as far as she understands, if she's successful, all that's going to be erased from time. Yeah, so, so she doesn't care about that. It doesn't that. matter. She's pulling, yeah, Harry Kim and stuff like that. She's really pulling some some tricks to get this done. Yeah. But what's what's crazy too, she's also breaking some other laws in the fact that you're not allowed to tell anybody about the future. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, you like 709? She won't be here long. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit! You yeah. know, it's so crazy. 709 and Jakote fall in love, but he'll be at her grave site and shit like yeah. that. It's nuts, you know? And uh, anyway, so what it boils down to is it's like, well, what's the best way to end Voyager? Let's get them back home and let's kill the Borg. Yeah. I mean, those are the two big things right there. And I'm so happy the Borg are embraced by Voyager because it's yeah. just what it's my favorite villain of Star Trek. So that's cool. And so they're going to go home through the catacombs that that uh, the Borg use to transport yeah, around. Uh, transwarp conduits. Transwarp conduits, thank Bam. you. That they use to get around space a lot faster than everybody else does. So they're going to use those. They have this armor plating and they straight up go like medieval knight with this thing. It's so freaking cool. It's what it's what Iron Man would have put on this ship. Yeah. And they're going to use this thing. They're going to go through the conduits. And of course, I think it's younger Janeway that's like, we're going to destroy the Borg while we're there. Yeah. And she's like, no, you need to just get home. She's like, I don't give a shit what you say. We got to at least do this. So they have these like future torpedoes and future armor and they're going through and they all, and my favorite, I mean, it's so great. When it's first starting to put the armor on, it's like, ching, 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 ching. And it's like surrounding the ship with this freaking armor. Yeah. So cool. They're flying through. They're destroying the conduit as they go. They're, they're, they're destroying all the struts that are holding everything up. Mm. And they get through crippling the Borg. I forget what the number was. It was like three quarters oh. of the Borg are now destroyed, yeah. which is insane for one ship to do. And they can't get to the Alpha Quadrant anymore because they destroyed the conduits. Yeah. So that's nuts. And Voyager returns home plenty of time. And now she's like a but what was it that, what was it that destroyed the borg i thought it was when that she uh, had a virus or something like that when she was getting they were uh, trying to assimilate her on the future future, future Janeway. Janeway. Yeah. yeah 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 was was in pa- yeah You're so right. she like sacrificed herself with some kind of virus that which would that leads up to all kinds of questions because if then if she gets to the past then future Janeway didn't exist so that virus mm-hmm. never went 
Yeah. We don't need to talk about that. Different, different timelines. <laughs> yeah. Different timelines. Let's yeah. just say different timelines every time. Yeah. Uh, this is the longest bonus. I thought for sure we were going to do this for like 20 minutes, but then yeah. we start geeking out and we're at 35 so far. Like uh, any um, any little special ones you want to give a little shout out to? I can, nah. I can bring up a couple. We don't need to go much farther because yeah. we've already been geeking out hard. I know. I didn't. The, that one, I don't remember. I wish I knew what it was called, where they land on a planet and there's like a silver... They think they call it at some point Silver Blood. I think it is called Silver Blood. I think yeah. that might be called that. Uh, Tom and Harry wander off onto the planet or investigating the planet, looking for whatever. And uh, they go missing, and then they come back, and they're not wearing their suits, and they're able to breathe this super toxic atmosphere. And then they go back to the ship, and they yeah. can't breathe the ship's atmosphere, so they have to pump it. The doctor pumps in the gas from the planet, and they're surviving on that. And everyone's confused, like what the heck's going on? Eventually, um, they the the Silver blood touches the ship too, and and uh, I can't remember they. What it, it duplicates the ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they leave, but then isn't is it the same episode where they're they find out that they're not? I think it's a different episode that ends. Up, I think okay. one creates the other one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they yeah. So with that one, they leave Harry and Tom behind. They made that's what it was, and that one they made a whole duplicate. They let the planet copy everybody. Yeah, they had them out on the on the uh, surface, surface of the planet. Um, but yeah, Voyager leaves. And then in a future episode, we see the ship got copied and everything. And we don't know that it's a copy until yeah, at the, the very end. The crew didn't know they were a copy. Yeah, nobody. So, they have the same memories and everything. Yeah, so they board That's their ship. ship and they take off and they're like, okay, we're going to head for the Alpha Quadrant. And the farther they get from the planet, the more they start to decay. Mm-hmm. And eventually they realize what they are. And they're like, oh, crap, we got to turn around and go back to this planet we came from. We, we must have been a duplicate. And it's just like a super, it's crazy trying to figure out that they You've been watching these people for so long, you yeah. don't realize that they, they, they have are the what same they are. tendencies and everything like that. Of course, the same people, realistically. Yeah, and so yeah, it's pretty trip. And then crazy. you were saying earlier, they're getting, uh, they can see or sense the signals or whatever of Voyager coming. Yeah. So they're like, okay, at least we'll interact with them. We can tell them what happened. And by the time Voyager actually gets to where they're at, they liquefied back into the silver yeah. blood, and it's just a like a mist in space. And so Voyager notes that there was some anomaly. Some I freaking love that though, yeah, because it, it's they still exist, yeah, in a way. That's so cool. And I'm sure they they noted that they made copies of them on that planet, but they didn't see that they. Well, left I, and yeah, I don't know if they knew that they did that though. Oh, maybe I don't not. think they knew that they did that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought that was like uh, an established thing that they were like doing. A gift, yeah, like a go ahead and copy all of us. We're gonna leave. no, I, I yeah, I don't think they did. I I think that was all by accident. They didn't uh, know about that. I want to say I'm okay. not sure. I got you. Okay, so I'm going to go through a couple quick, okay? Nice. Because, again, this is bonus-y, but uh, Bride of Chaotica. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the photon, there's a photon alien race that uh, encounter Voyager, but because they're all made out of light, they think that the holodeck is real. At the time, Tom Paris has, like, Flash Gordon-esque, you know, 50s futuristic shows going on, all black and white and everything like that. Mm -hmm. So the crew has to interact with this (laughs) this race through that. So Janeway becomes... The, uh, hold on, I got the name down because I loved it so much. Arachnia, queen of the spider people. Yeah. <laughs> so she's trying to seduce this like Flash Gordon-esque villain. Yeah. And Tom and everything like that's got that old ship and an old robot that's yeah. like beep, beep, beep. And then doc, the doctor comes Buster in. Or something like that. I don't remember. Yeah. The doctor comes in and he's like, president of Earth. Yeah. <laughs> he's trying to like tell the. It's funny because it's like super cheesy, super it's corny. super cheesy, but it is, yeah. Intentionally because it's kind of like playing off of the, uh, how much Star Trek's use the holodeck is like yeah. going to be their i don't know to make up a whole new world and stuff but it was pretty funny it's a, it's, it's a fun one yeah yeah okay two more for you guys here uh, okay worst case scenario okay uh, 
Tuvok creates a holodeck program. Oh yes, with the resistance to, from to the Maquis. Yeah, oh, to test yeah. if the Maquis would turn on the in mutiny against everybody else. Yeah, so you're yeah. watching this episode, and for the first like 15 minutes, you're like, "Oh my god, the Maquis are turning! Like, yeah. what the hell?" <laughs> then you realize it's all a holodeck program, mm -hmm. and then people, what it is is not like Tuvok released this or really like that. It got leaked by I think Tom. Yeah. And. Um, and now everybody's in there like it's a soap opera. It's like a telenovela for them. And like, yeah. did you see that thing? Because it's all their crew members, all it's their all friends. Their yeah. Or like one of them's trying to convince them to join. And then, oh, we're going to stage it on this this deck at this time. And we're going to yeah. fight back. And, and so you see like different crew members repeat the same scenarios over again. And they're like, mm. David, did you try to flirt with Chulak? What did that do? <laughs> is that your there? Something like that. It's a lot of fun. Um, and then so and then Tom tries to finish because the story's never finished. Tom tries to finish the story and it's really bad. So then Chikote, or uh, Tuvok gets in there and does it right. And uh, it's just a fun one, you know. You got yeah. set guns, stuff like that. So it's really cool. Our last one, and it's it's probably one of our most referenced episodes. So I'm surprised it wasn't in your top five. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tinker Ten. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, can I say it right? Doctor Spy. Something Tinker Toy Soldier. It's from an old movie, but anyways, what it is is so the Doctor again, he's holographic, and uh, he's trying to. It's just like Data from Next Generation. Yeah. He's always trying to um, relate to his to humanity. Yeah. For him, it's for his patients as well. Uh, so he gives himself the ability to daydream, mm -hmm. which gets a little carried away. And in his daydream, he's like, oh, what if I were to date 709? And what mm -hmm. if I were to be captain? And they needed the uh, emergency command uh, hologram and stuff yeah. like that. So it's pretty cool. He's like giving himself an imagination for the first time. A, yeah, basically. And it's a hologram. Now, there are, there's this like very, I've always said like, if I were to go as cosplay. <laughs> this guy's be funny, yeah. Yeah. There's this like really like weeny alien race yeah. that uh, that sits there and spies on people and then like figures out is it is it worth the risk to go rob them? You know yeah. they're really scared, really. <laughs> anyway, so uh, they're spying on them and they're using the doctor's uh, imaging to like see what's going on. Yeah. So, but they think his daydreams are real. Yeah. So they're like, oh, we can't go. They have the lightning gun and yeah. they have you know, all these made up things, you know. Yeah. And then. Um, and so anyways, the doctor finds out about this and there's a situation where they have to actually play it up. Yeah. And the doctor's like, hey guys, I have to be a commander and stuff like that. <laughs> so he has to tell the crew. And uh, my favorite part of it is just, it's one of those things I'll die and it's still be in my head is when he's going to be the commander and he takes on the roles and then the badges come up on like, <laughs> yeah, the little blips yeah. pop up on his collar. And he like turns red and he's all awesome and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just a cool one because you have a character who's, I mean, while he's arrogant, he's also very humble. The doctor yeah. plays both of them very well yeah. and have to act, okay, I let my daydream get ahead of me and I'm sorry, guys. I'm pretty sure there's a part where Janeway like nips back at him, just like put him, like, hey, take it easy a little bit. And he's just like, oh yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think you're right. I think they, I Puts think his nose right. down for a second. We can keep doing this all day, honestly, but those, yeah. that's it right there. I mean, it's just such a, such a good show and it's yeah. definitely like, man, it's it's my introduction to Star Trek. Your mm -hmm. introduction to Star Trek, right? Yeah. Uh, I think the first episode I watched was... I'm not sure the first episode. I remember the first episode that I was like, oh, that's cool, was The uh, the Rock came on for the fighting episode of 7 and Yeah. So the reason I started watching this is because back when I was a kid, we were really big into wrestling. wrestling yeah. And this always came on after wrestling. Mm. And I stopped caring about wrestling, and I kept watching this part. Mm -hmm. This part was great. Yeah. And then that became everything. We go to the conventions and stuff like that now. So pretty amazing. Yeah. Any final thoughts on Voyager before we head out? 25 years is a, a long time. Hopefully they can uh, reboot it. Soon. Well, we're getting 709 and Picard. So yeah. We have that's that. That's cool. Yeah. Janeway's still around, so we'll oh, make it, a more series about around. Admiral Janeway or pull yeah. her in. That'd be tight. 
pull her into the Picard show? Check out the, the all the actors are on Twitter and stuff like that. They're active in different ways. Uh, yeah. But uh, the doctor, Robert Picardo, uh, is the actor's name. Mm. His Twitter account's especially good. Yeah, he's posting all, or on Facebook, he's posting videos all the time too, yeah. like different shows he's going to and stuff. Oh, that's cool. Kate, uh, yeah. Kate Mulgrew, the you know, Captain Janeway, just released a book probably like six months ago or something like that that she was promoting online too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't read it because I don't read it. You much, guys probably but. recognize uh, Captain Janeway, who uh, mm. the actor's name is Kate Mulgrew. Catherine, whatever, Kate Milgor. Um, she's from, she's read from uh, Orange, Orange is the New, New Black. Black. Yeah. So if you guys didn't know that part yet. Yeah. If you haven't seen that, watch that too. It's good. Yeah, it's good. Uh, but yeah, check them all out. Seven of Nine's going to be a card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all Cheer right, guys. Man. That's a bonus one for you. We just had to geek out for a little while. All right. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Geek Freaks podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Geek Freaks Pod. We're also on Facebook, Instagram. You can email us. We have our Patreon and a store. All those links are in the description. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you guys next week.